Hello, hello, my dear friend. Today, we're going to talk about high performance as an entrepreneur. I'm going to share some of the key powerful secrets to really skyrocket your performance, to almost become completely unstoppable in no matter what you do, because your personal performance as a CEO, as an entrepreneur, as a mom, as a parent, as a husband, a wife is going to be key to give you that level of excellence, to feeling that you're actually absolutely great grabbing all the juice out of life and you really reaching your potential. So today I'm going to show you and talk about why habits, why willpower and thinking about things in a logical way is actually the thing that could be keeping you behind. And actually what you need to be focused on is something completely different. So if that is of interest, if you have been searching for high level of performance, if you want to achieve more, bigger, more ambitious, goals in life. If you want to have more success, more wealth, more happiness in your life, what I'm going to be sharing with you today is exactly what you need to be focusing on right now. So if that is of interest, keep on listening. So how do you create generational wealth for you and your family without feeling burnt out, overwhelmed or sacrificing that special time with your family and friends? And how to run your business like a true CEO? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. Hi, I'm Elena Dacus and I'm founder and CEO of Bossy Hills. And for the last 20 years, I have been buying and selling companies. I have bought and sold over 50 companies worth over 10 billion US dollars and open the lids to hundreds of businesses to see what works from the inside. Why is it that one company has everything going for it? Celebrity status, huge following, but underneath it all the founder is trapped within its business, hating its clients, can't exit and can't scale. And those elements over the last 20 years what successful companies had in common and what failed businesses missed to implement is what I have put into my signature framework powerhouse CEO. And those are the insights I will be sharing with you every single week. So let's dive deep. When people think about, um, you know, I hear this, we complaints and we always want to be doing more. Maybe you want to have a better body. Maybe you want to be in a better shape in your life. Perhaps you've been thinking like you want to create that level of wealth. And perhaps you've been kind of hit by the sales plateau. Maybe if you look at your bank account, you know, it's never quite reaches past a certain threshold, past a certain number. And you don't know why. And it's just like, you feel like you're doing the things like you grow in your business, you're working hard, but no matter what, somehow you're not able to create those habits. You're not able to pass those through those barriers and you're wondering why. And a lot of times when we have that place, or maybe you've been kind of getting frustrated with yourself, maybe you've been wanting, let's say, to go to the gym, but can't. Maybe you're wanting to eat better food, but somehow you're just, not, you're just still reaching for that sugary snack. 
or perhaps you know that in order you know what to do in your business that's what i'm seeing a lot like you know you need to be growing your business you need to be increasing your skills you need to be improving expertise you understand it on kind of like you know almost um logical mind you understand it conceptually perhaps you have read the books and took the courses on what is actually needed to be successful but when it comes to executing it on day-to-day basis you just no, for no particular reason can't quite do it for example perhaps you've been wanting to wake up every day at like five o'clock or six o'clock before the kids are wake up and you have this intention every night you say right i'm setting the alarm i'm gonna do it and then when it comes to the morning you just can't get yourself out of the bed you're tired you press the snooze button and then you wake up at exactly the same time as you would normally do or maybe the way it's showing up to you you want to go for a walk in the morning or go to the gym and get exercise but other things get in the way and although you had an intention you wanted to do it you can't quite do it perhaps you wanted to you know reach out to key contacts to maybe even drive relationship perhaps you want to pitch for more stages and become more of a well-known speaker and improve your visibility and you know the steps you need to be doing to do that but you don't quite doing it perhaps you feel tired you feel demotivated you're procrastinating on an idea and you don't quite do the stuff you know you need to be doing and in the end when that happening you feel so almost upset and guilty in yourself and beating yourself up thinking why am i i know what to do why am i not doing it why is it so hard for me to do this stuff I already know and then someone reminds you and you see someone online or one of your competitors or your peers doing this exact thing you know you should be doing that you're not doing and you're seeing them being successful with it and you're just like so feeling so triggered feeling so annoyed with yourself more than anything and wondering why is that happening so does that resonate has that ever happened to you if that has ever happened to you in any area of your life it could be as a mother you may be shouting your children i certainly raise my hand to all of this I have done that before and what I'm sharing with you right now comes from a completely learned and filled experience which is why I can talk in depth about it. Perhaps you're a mom and you shout at your kids and then I, I know myself when I do that and then you're beating yourself up. Why did I do it? I know that's not a good parenting but then you keep doing it again. Why is that happening? And what I'm about to share with you is gonna, oh, my intention is to be a completely transformative idea for you to completely change your behavior and make it so easy and effortless. Because the thing is, when people think about, they think, well, you got to have new habits. Like in order to be wealthy, you need to have wealthy people habits. And they think, well, just use discipline. Just use willpower. If you want to eat the cake, just use willpower to not eat the cake. Well, the problem with willpower, it's, it's the research and the data shows it's a very finite resource. We have a certain level of willpower available to us every day. And when we have used it, it's no longer available. And it's very forced. It feels difficult. It feels pressured. For example, like cake is a good example. You know you shouldn't be eating cake, but it's juicy. It's attractive. It's like right in front of you. And then you use as much of a willpower not to eat it. And then you give in and eat it. 
Anyway, but the whole struggle and the journey feels really forced and hard, right? And the cake is just a good illustration of how it plays out in our life. So if we were to say ourselves, well, I'm just going to use my willpower, just clench my fists and just like really force through it and not do it. Well, there's so much of it you can use because if you used your willpower three, four, seven times a day, at the end, you just give in, right? You give in. You don't have any more willpower left. So using willpower is not a great source, right? It's forced, it's finite, it's not available, and it's really difficult. People also think about discipline or just become more disciplined, stop procrastinating. You see those quotes on Instagram, on social media, or just, you know, just stop, just do it. You want to go to the gym, just go. Well, the reality is for a lot of people, it's not as easy as that. Like, you know what to do, but somehow something deeper inside us prevents us from doing it. So I guess the key insight is really the habits, the tools, the discipline, the logic, just using your conscious mind does not work. And you've seen in your life, right? Like, you know, there's this concept, perhaps you've heard resistance is the way and you've, you've, you know, struggle. And, you know, of course, Ryan Holiday talks a lot about this obstacle is the way in his book. Like, you know, the struggle is the way resistance is going to come. You're going to feel that resistance, especially when you build or creating something new. But somehow we even awareness of that resistance is helpful, but it's still, it's like, feels very forced. It feels like you have to use willpower. What if you, instead of using willpower and habits and using it on a conscious level, if you actually worked on changing your identity and stay with me here, because if you really stay with me and let me, I'm hoping that this is going to land for you differently because we hear this term gets really beaten up and overused in social media. Well, it's all about identity. Identity is the key. Identity is key to changing. What we say after the words I am is so critical. And we hear that a lot. But a lot of times it's not quite lending. It's not quite like we're not getting it. It certainly was the case with me. For a long time, I was just not getting it. Like I understand it, but it was too abstract. It was too conceptual for me to really integrate in my life. But the reality is so true. What our identity is, is foundational to change in our life. Because it, whatever you think you are, whatever you believe you deserve, whatever you believe you are in your own mind, you will always find proof and evidence in your environment to prove it. So for example, if you, if you are saying, well, actually I'm quite deep inside of you. And this is where we talk about, it's not going to be something available right away. It's like deep inside of you believe you're a lazy person. You don't come through on your commitments. You are not an early person. If you said, oh, given a word to yourself, you will not be sticked by because you have so much evidence in the past to prove the opposite. So therefore when the alarm goes off, you just you press the snooze button because deep inside you don't think of yourself as highly disciplined. So what I'm offering for you to do today is to really think about, especially areas in your life where you're not quite satisfied, you're not quite happy. I'm advising you to consider of changing your identity first. So don't start with habits. Don't, if you want to, let's say, wake up early, 
if you want to go to the gym, and this is quite an obvious, easy example that we can use, and we can then use other examples in your area of wealth, because I know you're here because you're building business. You want to create magnificent generational wealth. So we're going to talk about what you need to do for that as well. And how do you think about money, money mindset? I'm going to share that with you today. But exercise and gym is the reason I'm using it is because it's something, a really simple example that we can really understand, right? We can really understand, we can see ourselves implementing. If you start thinking of yourself from tomorrow as I am actually extremely disciplined person and I'm an athlete. So the way you can be thinking about, let's say you don't have the body you want in your life and you want to create a body that you see on the magazines. The way I invite you to think about, is that person that looks like that or feels like that, that full of energy? What do you imagine them to live like? What do you imagine them to behave like? What kind of qualities and behaviors would they be showing? Imagine if you were following them for a day with a camera, what would you be observing? For example, if you see a friend of yours is a, is a good one, if you can just get the experience, you can learn about some people online and get curious about their perspectives, their way of thinking, their way of life. So one of my friends, for example, is an incredible athlete, right? He, He's an incredible athlete. His exercise is incredible. He's got an amazing body. But actually, I get curious if he, in his way of thinking, in his way of behaviors, in his way of diet, in his way of almost life philosophy around uh, sports and food. I can now learn what that kind of person is really thinking and therefore this behaving, right? Because you had this concept of be, do, have, and this is what it's truly all about. You're going to be a certain person first. And by being that, you're going to drive automatically, effortless, in an easy, really easy way, do the actions, which are going to leave you, get you to having the result you want. So therefore, you need to understand what that being of the athlete is. And the way you understand what being that perfect person with the perfect energy and great body, what's that being is looks like by exploring, getting close to them and getting close to some of the examples. So for example, for my friend, a friend who is an athlete, he indeed has his alarm set at every single day at like five o'clock. And then he jumps out of bed. He's got his shoes prepared next to his door. He's got his sports gear prepared. He knows exactly what steps he's going to take straight out of it. He puts the shoes, he puts his workout gear, and then he goes to the car and he drives to the gym. That's a reason. There's no thinking, no deliberation, because that's just what he does, because he's an athlete. He's an athlete, and that's what athletes do right? Because his, his identity is athlete and therefore that's what they do. It becomes effortless. And then he comes back from the gym. He has a breakfast. He has coffee. But because he's an athlete and he loves and nourishes his body, remember how he went out thinking from identity? Now when he sees a cake, he doesn't even want it because that's not, not what athletes eat. That's not what people care about their health is. It's just not in their realm, realm right? It's not even of interest interest. 
It's not pleasurable. You say, well, it's just not the kind of food that athletes eat. That's not the kind of food I enjoy. I enjoy nourishing your body. So you see what we're doing here is we're building your identity around the type of person you now are and become, and you say those words to yourself, and then you tell a story to yourself about what kind of person you are and therefore what kind of actions are right and aligned with your new identity. And you can literally create this in any area of your life as you start thinking of yourself in high terms. So if you want to have a great body, say, hey, I am I am an athlete. I'm phenomenal. I'm, I'm, I have a phenomenal body. I'm nourishing my body. In order to do that, I go to the gym. That's just what I do. It's effortless. It's no discipline. I enjoy it. So you start saying to yourself, tell a story like that, a really empowering story in your mind, and then your actions will match. And they will match really effortless because that's the kind of person you are. And then what happens that with the language, if you start sharing to that to others to say, yeah, well, I just, you know, I love the gym. Even if the first time you kind of actually don't say to yourself and to others, I love the gym and thrive in that environment makes me feel amazing afterwards because I'm an athlete, right? You say that story to yourself and then your life will find evidence to match it. You find evidence to match it because the reality is if we don't have those empowering stories and if we don't go at the forefront of this identity building life and the circumstances of life and our past traumas and our past stories will do that work for you. We're always building identity around ourselves, right? And I say it from experience, you know, my story, I was brought up in a Soviet Union, in Soviet and communism time in Siberia. The I the messages I got is that women don't have rights. The biggest uh, kind of ideas and uh, goals of women is really to get ma- to marry someone who can support you. I remember when I was ten years old, a teacher told me the best thing I can be is a secretary at a local factory because I wasn't smart enough. She would tell me all those stories our past tells us right? It, we, if we're not at the forefront of that building identity, building our own story, those stories will dominate our identity. And this is where I was at the age of 20. I found myself that those stories have been dominating my life, right? And only by what I'm sharing with you right now, I was able to unravel it, to stop those impressions impacting me in my life, right? I certainly wasn't someone who was born with a silver spoon in her mouth. I wasn't given all those privileges of life. I had to work really hard for everything. You know, I you know I know some people are blessed when they are born, they go to private school, then they go to uh, Oxford and Harvard. Well, that certainly wasn't my story, right? That wasn't my story. The stories I was told, uh, st- stories of trauma, of challenge, it was very difficult. I remember growing up through the collapse of Soviet Union when there was no bread on milk in the shops and that was my experiencing experiences but those stories we are so in charge and in power of those stories that I through the work I'm sharing with you today I didn't allow those stories to dominate my life I didn't allow them to have any impact and I created different stories in my head changed my identity around it said well actually the only words that truly matters are the words I say to myself it's not my teacher's words what she says is irrelevant it's just her experience of life it's the in my interpretation of it I have a choice in that moment to say, did she just, my teacher had a bad day? 
And she was just venting and releasing her frustration on me, projecting her own limitations on me. Or is it actually a reflection of me? Or actually, what other way I can interpret it? What other story I can say to myself around that experience that will be more empowering? And that's what I did. And what I'm sharing with you is building this identity is what allowed me to go from someone who was born in Siberia to be on the board as the youngest and the only female across the world's largest boardroom table, buying and selling over 50 companies, from small companies to large organizations worth over 10 billion US dollars, and really helping hundreds of businesses to scale. And this work is a foundation of it, which is why I'm so passionate about it. What you say to yourself is critical. If you want to create amazing wealth in your life, You need to get into the head and the behaviors of really wealthy people, which is why proximity is so powerful, which is why proximity to work with someone or be in the environment of someone who is successful is so powerful. Because like being close to the athlete, my friend, you now get to experience their way of thinking, their way of living, their way of behaviors, what tiny habits they have, how are they thinking about it? I can give you some some things that after working with so many multimillionaires and some even billionaires, what they have in common, I'll share that with you. But I want you to really understand that when you take on, you understand how they work and then you take on this identity with yourself and you use it powerfully, you will take actions in your life that feel so easy and effortless because that's the kind of person you are right? If you are someone who is just, I give a great example of that. If I told you, if I would tell you, why let's have a smoke, have a cigarette. And if you're not a smoker, I'm certainly not a smoker. And if you never smoked in your life, or you're not a smoker, say, no, thank you. You have no desire or craving for a cigarette. Why not? Why is it so easy for you to say, no, I don't want to smoke. I'm not even interested in smoking. Uh, You can walk past the cigarette shops and have no interest on smoking. Or if you never, you don't drink and you're not a drinker, I'm someone who doesn't drink, walking past a bar or an alcohol or wine has no impact on you because you're like, I'm not a drinker. Same thing here. Because you you know you are not a drinker, you're not interested. Not drinking is easy, not smoking is easy because that's the kind of person you are. And that's what we mean by identity. However, if you identify as a smoker, if, if you are a smoker and that's what you think of it, then not smoking, you're going to have to use a lot of willpower, right? You're going to use a lot of force to not do the action you really want to do. But it's actually a lot easier and a lot more powerful if you change your identity around something first. So if you want to become extremely wealthy, if you want to build an extremely successful, powerful business, I invite you to change your identity around money. I invite you to change your identity around business. I invite you to now start surrounding yourself with people that exactly where you want to be and what what, the reason why it works is because you're going to be adopting their mindset around money some of my most wealthiest friends is they have certain characteristics and behavior on the money first of all they have a deep belief that money is easy money is extremely easy to make they come so easily to them right they also think about thinking big they understand a big opportunity versus small opportunity if you're trying to sell uh, lemonade on a lemonade stall next to your neighborhood, there's always a cap of money, how much money you're going to make versus another opportunity where if you spend the same amount of money, 
time working on an opportunity that can give you a million dollars in a day, a million dollars in a month, has an opportunity to do that, well, you're automatically going to be in a well more positioned way, right? Because you're thinking big, right? You're wanting big things. And given a choice between thinking small and big, always choose big always choose big. Multi-millionaires, very successful people always think big, right? Number three, those people take huge responsibility for themselves. And the responsibility is, is this ability to respond. Responsibility and radical responsibility for your life is no more than ability to respond. Therefore, you are in the driving seat of your life taking radical responsibility for your life and always growing, always getting 1% better than you were yesterday, whether it's taking a course, whether it's getting close to somewhere, investing in yourself. Because multimillionaires, they understand that. They take risks, right? You'll never see as someone who is extremely successful where they took no risk. Imagine, that doesn't happen, right? Every successful person, you will know they would have taken risks. They would have invested in themselves out of comfort. When it wasn't comfortable, it wasn't easy. That's the whole point. They invest in themselves. They get surrounded by top performers. They learn new skills. They dive deep, but they have that deep trust to say, you know what, they'll figure it out. They will figure it out and you will as well. I want to help you understand that the reason why you're listening to a podcast like this, you are building a business. You are already in that top 1% of 1%. You see, most of people right now, when you're listening to this show, you're listening to every podcast of mine, most people... They're going to be listening to some entertainment, fluffy thing that's enjoyable and kind of satisfying their craving for it. Or they'll be scrolling on social media, just satisfying their uh, dopamine hit. But you're not one of those people. You are someone who is eager to grow, grow. You've got the hunger. You have got that drive. And that drive in itself is an evidence that you are in that top 1%. You are meant to be extremely successful. You are already ahead of everyone else because you're growing, you're learning, you want to improve, you want to build your business, you have this desire that's the key. Successful people have this desire that you have. So you've got everything required to be successful. You are that top 1%. You are a true action taker and you want to grow. And that is your evidence that you will become extremely successful. You are, and start saying, talking to yourself in that way, because you are exceptional. You have a drive. You're here. You wanted to grow. You wanted to learn. You're building your business. And most people are not. And that is, so now thinking, what kind of person are you now, right now from tomorrow? The person that wants to impact others, the person that's for whom money comes easily because you're learning, you're growing every single day. And therefore being that type of person, what kind of actions you need to be taking? When do you need to be waking up? When it's the type of wealthy person that you want to become, right? Be, do, have. The ones that already have it. What time do you think the multimillionaires wake up? What do you think is their first action of the day? What do you think is their last action of the day? What do they do? What do they behave? And therefore, what habits you need to incorporate? Because now you are that person. 
And you can use it for every area of your life. If you want to become a better mother, a better husband, a better parent, thinking about, well, the best parents you know, what kind of behaviors, way of thinking are they? Are they present with their children? Do they smile when they see the children? Do they give them a kiss and a hug? And therefore, if you, now you are a phenomenal mother, you are a phenomenal dad, and what does phenomenal dad and a mother do? right? You see how it actually works and it's so powerful. And this is where you get a radical change in your life and radical change in your behavior, in your actions and how you feel about yourself immediately. You don't need to use willpower. You don't need to use force. You don't need to procrastinate because it becomes an integral part of who you are and you are incredibly powerful being invite you to think about it, consider it, and say to yourself the most empowering, beautiful words, because I promise you one thing, you are special. You are special. You have so many gifts and talents to give and to offer to people. Use them, see it, and don't underestimate a small, tiny actions like you did today, listening to this podcast that will have a huge transformation impact on your life. Remember, huge, large companies are not built by some luck or magic. They're built on tiny, messy, hugely uncertain steps every single day, just moving forward, just one step ahead of the other. Never underestimate those tiny steps and tiny actions you will take every single day. Sending you so much love. Bye. One of the problems so many outstanding experts face is what I call an invisible expert trap. This is where you post three to four times a week and 70% of your content is incredible information. And this information itself can change people's lives. But no one seems to care. No one's asking to buy from you every day. And the truth is you're not quite sure where your next client is coming from. And business feels really unstable. You don't have consistent sales or consistent cash flow in your business. And you can't predict how much money you're going to make in the next month or the next quarter. This is what I see so many outstanding coaches, experts, service providers face. Even though their results are incredible, they have client testimonials. People tell them all the time, I'm not sure why you're not fully booked. If that sounds like you, I have something very special for you. I am running an incredibly powerful masterclass where I will show you how to avoid this trap, how to create consistent sales in your business, and how to turn your business into cash generating machine. All you need to do is send me an email on contact at bossyheels.com or send me a DM on Instagram on Bossy Heels Club and I will send you an invite.